Hello everyone, and welcome to another beer review. Now, uh, I wasn't actually planning to do a review after the one. I've just actually just done a beer review, but it was so awful. It was a Bellhaven. There's a surprise. It was so awful. I thought, right, I can't just leave, you know, like that. I've got to do something that's maybe potentially more positive. And I've had a keg chilling in the beer monster, the beer machine, the beer dispenser, whatever you want. And it's the last keg I got from Thornbridge. And it's a market porter. So I thought, right, I wasn't planning to do that today. I was planning to do it tomorrow, but I thought, sod it, I'll just do it today just because I just don't want to basically walk away and think, well, that, that's that, you know, because the Bellhaven one was dreadful. It got a very, very low mark and deserved every part of it, to be totally honest, unfortunately. But anyway, so we're on basically Thornbridge Market Porter. There's uh, a question. I'm trying to remember what uh, percentage it is. I'll put it in the... the description down below. I'm doing well today. I'm just annoyed because of the Bellhaven. It's just throwing me anything seriously. Why why'd I do it to myself? I mean it's like I know what I'm gonna get half well nearly every time I know what I'm gonna get unfortunately. And I've still got more to go through. So, anyway, but it, so we're on to this. Which is the market porter. Obviously I'll put a picture of the keg because it's in the machine as you can hear just now. So there we go. As you can see, it's uh, nice and dark with a nice tanned head. The head was roughly about a finger, finger and a half when I poured it, and it was only about a minute ago. So as you can see, I've chilled it to nine, so it's a nine Celsius or centigrade. That's the temperature it's been chilled to. And uh, yeah, getting, getting smells of dark malts. Nice roasted grains. I'm getting bitter chocolate accents. So I uh, am. So all good so far. All good kind of situations. You want the dark roasted malts. You want the dark roasted grains. You want that kind of bitter kind of chocolate. All these kind of epitomise porter. So it does that the aromas you want. Hope to God you get the flavours as well. So let's see what it tastes like. Bloody glasses dripping everywhere. So it's <sighs> anyway, um so yeah. Jesus unbelievable. Unbelievable. So it is. But yeah. It's a bit of a creaminess to it, actually, you can probably see. Obviously, in the podcast, then obviously you can't see. So you're missing out on all this, you know. You're missing out on the colour pictures, my ugly fizzer, you know. <laughs> you see why the pop podcast is becoming more popular. But, yeah. Seems not so bad. Um, what I would say 
it's quite light, it's not a heavy porter, it's not one of these thick heavy kind of winter porters, it is a lighter porter, a bit more sessionable. Could also go quite well in the summer, but yes, it is a quite a light sessionable porter. And I know it's a case as though I did the better. And a few people came back and said, well, they felt it was a bit watery. And I said it was a wee bit lighter than it, it could be. And it did get a wee bit better with the hat, the the temperature being raised and that type of stuff. Because it didn't take a chill particularly well. But um, it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Because it had... One of my biggest bugbears about the bitters right now is that a lot of times they're just not bitter. You're lucky if you might get the multi start, but you don't get the bitter finish. It seems to be a regular occurrence when I'm trying quite a lot of bitters. So it's nice to get a kind of nice multi start and a nice kind of bitter finish. Maybe lacking a bit in the middle, but it is supposed to be a transition point anyway. It does not supposed to give you too much in the middle. Although, uh, one person says it was shit, um, which I'm not going to deny from the point of view is it might have been shit, but I was drinking from the keg, not from the bottle, and uh, usually I find that the keg usually gives you a bit of a better product than what you're finding in the bottle, and I've done a comparison with a few of them. Uh, one of the ones I actually filmed was the Doombar one. Doombar and the keg is completely different to what you get in the bottle. And once I compared the two, she also wouldn't drink it in the bottle again. Because it's a completely different product and it's lacking, seriously lacking. Thornbridge might be the same uh, from that point of view. So if I get a chance, I'll try and get a bottle of it and just see if it tastes the same as it was in the keg or not. And if it isn't, then hey, fair play. I'll be honest with it. Yeah. If it turns out to be shit in the bottle, I will say so. But in the keg it wasn't actually too bad and it did have a, a decent bitterness fin in the finish which it seems to be lacking but this one again is just a wee bit lighter which at the end of may isn't such a bad thing maybe in a cold winter's night well, you maybe want something a bit more to it a bit more a bit more body a bit more girth to it from that point of view but in general, it's, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. But I do feel that maybe lacking a little bit from that point of view. But let's break the flavours down. Starts off with nice, dark, malty flavour with a little bit of sweetness and some nice, dark, roasty greens. Just giving that little bit of edge just that little bit of edge and when i say edge it's just giving it a slight hint of bitterness but that kind of slightly chocolatey bitterness but you're not really getting the chocolatey flavors yet what you're just getting is slight accents of bitterness at the front of the mouth which of course is associated with the kind of that dark bitter chocolate kind of essence moves on to the mid tongue and yeah that's when you start getting a bit more of the, the kind of chocolatey coming through and you're getting a bit more bitterness in the mid tongue you've still got a light underlying sweetness you've still got a bit of malt you still get the bit of the grain but you're starting to get a little bit more chocolatey bitterness in the mid tongue but it's light the flavors here 
you expect them to kind of like what we call double down. So you expect them to kind of might not be the to the full intensity of the start of the mouth, but they really shouldn't be far off. But they have lightened up quite a bit. And that's where it feels like it's slightly dropped in the body. It's making it a bit more sessionable, but for me it just makes it a bit too light from that point of view. I mean, the flavour profiles there are nice. Just not enough, really, in my view. And then it moves on to the kind of aftertaste. And this is where the probably the biggest letdown is. With the porter, you expect to get a nice kind of chocolatey finish, you know, a bit of bitterness, that type of stuff. But it's, it's light. It just, things kind of move from the mid-tongue to the aftertaste and things kind of dissipate quite quickly. And uh, you do get little accents left in the mouth of the kind of chocolatey bitterness, but not much. Really, it just kind of, just kind of disperses or fades away. Everything just very quickly. It's like you know, just as it starts moving to the the aftertaste, like, somebody's like switch the lights off. Right, that's it. We're off. We're off home now. And it's like that. It's like everything just buggered off, which is quite disappointing because you expect to get a bit of lingering. You expect to get a a better travel there in the aftertaste. You know, a bit of your money's worth is should be in your aftertaste. And, you know, it's kind of lacking a bit. Which is quite different because obviously they did the, they do the Coco Wonderland, which it's probably overly kind of chocolatey from that point of view to the point it feels kind of unnatural to a certain degree. It just, it feels like slightly false. From that point of view, whereas this seems to be a bit more natural, but there's just not enough of it, to be totally honest. So, yeah. I mean, it's all right. Um, what would I give this out of 10? There's oh, a question. It's definitely not the best porter in any way, shape or form that I've tasted. It's too light to really be classed as a good traditional porter. It feels like it's been adjusted, whether to make it more accessionable or adjusted so it's not, it hasn't got the flavour intensity, so it doesn't really maybe compete with Coco Wonderland or something like that. Maybe maybe that's the setup. Maybe that's where they're coming from. But in general, no. just lacking and it's mostly body and especially the aftertaste it really is kind of lacking that lacking a, a bit in the, the mid tongue but really in the aftertaste is where it really loses it so because of that average would be five I would say this is below average because it really is it's just the flavour intensity just isn't there, like I said. The aftertaste is quite quite lacking. So, I'm going to give this a four and a half. It's slightly below average from that point of view. I'm going to give it a four and a half out of ten. 
it needs more. It just needs it. And the problem is you can maybe get away with that with the bitter, but you can't get away with that with the porter. It needs more body, it needs more substance to it, and it's just not there. And you can't you can't really hide that, unfortunately. So yeah, four and a half out of ten would I recommend it? Oh well, I'm not going to basically push it on you. I'm not going to say, oh, this is the one you're going to go and buy. No. Um, would I buy it again? No, I wouldn't. My advice to you: if you see a bottle and you want to try it, then give it a go. But I wouldn't go out your way to kind of look for it or try and get it because, for me. It doesn't really deliver from that point of view. But if you see it and you want to try it, then yeah, give it a go and see what you think. It's my best way of kind of putting it. So, thanks for watching. Cheers. And bye for now.